0: Hello, hello, everyone, and Happy Thanksgiving. We are so thankful that you are choosing to spend part of your holiday with us here at Queer Meets Queer. Shout out to my grandma who always listens. I love you, Grandma Lois. Happy Thanksgiving. Making friends as an adult is notoriously difficult. Work and commitments to romantic partners and family tend to push making new friends down our list of priorities. On top of that, Meeting new people is hard. Making a lasting connection is even harder. New relationships, including friendships, take work. You have to log hours together. You have to make getting to know that person a priority, and you have to have something in common that draws you together. Today, we have two stories of friends finding each other in adulthood. First up is Nicoa and Jacob. A little note about this recording, We recorded it in Jacob's backyard. Uh, He has a little pond with a waterfall in it, so you can hear the waterfall in the background. Uh, He also has some wind chimes hanging up in his trees, and so you can hear those occasionally. Uh, Yeah, just be aware.
1: Nicola and Jacob have flown in the same circles for years, but when they both went through separate divorces in 2018, their friendship became closer. I'm Jacob, and Weston and I go back a few years, Nikoa and I go back a few years, longer probably, and uh, yeah, I, uh, I grew up in Montana and Arizona, I've been in Portland like 15 years, and it's a great place to be with great people, including, including these, these fellows, so, nice. yeah.
2: And uh, this is Nikoa Goss, known Weston for a while, he used to live with me, and then Jacob a long time, as we'll probably get to shortly. I'm uh, from Hawaii. I actually came up to Portland in 2007, went to Portland State University.
0: We met in, I think it was October 2016. Y'all were having a barbecue or something, mm. and I got an invite somehow, yes. uh, and I, I showed up. It's and I, I didn't know anybody who was at this party. It was terrifying. <laughs> and I honestly, look, I just, I fell in love with all of y'all. You guys uh. just really, it was clear you really cared about each other. And I'd never really been in like a queer community before, like been to like a, a big queer party. And I, I felt, I mean, it was scary because I didn't know anybody, but I also felt really comfortable. And I just kind of like refused to go away. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> and I sort of, well, uh-huh. yeah, so definitely backing up in time because y'all knew each other before I knew any either of you. So how did you meet?
1: So we actually met this, Christopher Osmo. he uh, invited us to, me and my ex now, Jackson, to this party at our friend Pick's house up in Northwest Portland. And Christopher invited us there and Nicole was there along with his, then at the time, I think you guys were like just barely boyfriends. We were,
2: yeah, we were just starting to date. I don't think we were actually official yet. Yeah. We may have been official, but I'm not sure. This was like 2011, probably. 2011, so it's been almost nine years now. Yeah. One thing that kind of got me interested in hanging out with Jacob was marijuana. <laughs> Cause like literally we started talking outside like, hey, uh you're outside smoking and i wanted to smoke so we kind of like yeah a little tocus pocus. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just, just
1: good old time bonding I mean, moment
0: what were some of your like first impressions of each other
1: i really just your positivity just i i just i, I like i really kind of gravitate towards people who are positive and like smiley and friendly and that's definitely nicoa you know mm-hmm. smiley and friendly fella so I enjoyed Jacob's energy
2: and the, the ability to just have fun at any moment.
0: Like what happened next? Did you start hanging out or?
1: We like went on a few trips together like this, like Seattle Pride. Oh, yeah. Um, early on. You signed up for softball. You, you softball was a, a oh. defining moment in our yeah.
2: friendship. Cause, yeah. we. My you know, ex was playing softball. Jacob was playing
1: softball a well. The Honey Badgers. So yeah. That was a fun group. Yeah. It was good. I hate softball. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But... I like sometimes I wake up on Sundays and I'm like, "Oh my God, my prayers have been answered." I don't have to freaking drive through goddamn traffic to go to softball practice or softball games. Oh my dear God, <laughs> awful, awful.
0: Were you friends right away?
1: Not like we talked all the de- all the
2: time. No, you know, just kind of see each other at parties and.
1: Well, I remember the one of the, when we very first met, one of the first times, uh, one of the first things we did is we went to Years and James's apartment, um, and we played this like Jenga game where we wrote really dirty, <laughs> like <laughs> nasty stuff on Jenga blocks. Oh my god! It was, like, it was like a bachelor party, I think, or something. Or no, it was just it
2: was like we had just a small gathering, and I, I don't know, remember whose idea it was, but we gave everybody a sharpie to just write on the Jenga piece something like a truth or dare. And so it was, it was, you know, put a bunch of men in in a room, and what well, comes the result of that. Sickening. <laughs> um,
1: and then, and then Nicole was like, "Oh yeah, we're we're neighbors with the former mayor of Portland," and I was like, "God, you're so fancy." Then they had these little like, bebopping, oh, yeah. these little and little sea critters that were going around in his aquarium. Oh, my God, did I have my shrimp at the time? Yeah, your little shrimpies. Yeah, 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 shrimp. Oh God, yes. can I go off
2: on a little tangent about shrimp? Yes, please. Okay, so. Um, as a kid, so I'm from Hawaii, I'd always look at these areas along the coastline where the lava tubes would be. So you get your fresh water from the mountains and the seawater from the ocean, and it's a little bit of a brackish water. And it's the habitat for the shrimps called opaula. It's a native Hawaiian shrimp. Anyways, I keep them as pets. They live about 20 years. They don't need a filter. They don't need a eater. You don't feed them. They just put a light timer on them and they're good to go and they're fun to watch. <laughs> They're like sea monkeys. It's great. They're very cute, (laughs) yeah. Um, One defining moment, I think, in our friendship was violin lessons. Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) You took violin? Oh, you played the violin and the viola, don't you, Jake? Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's not many dentists that play the viola and that are gay. There there are three (laughs) of us that I know of.
0: This is a fact that's so unbelievable to me that I, like, shove it out of my mind. Because I i play the viola i, I, I remember did, that yeah. yes i, I, I played for all throughout college yes um,
1: i see a jam session our future
0: i know we really should um a viola jam session and the fact that i could meet anyone who plays the viola because nobody plays this instrument I know. is incredible and then the fact that you know three gay dentists in well, Portland. mine is
1: literally hanging on my wall back here so if you want to hear any tunes just let me know i'm happy to
0: I mean, that sounds like a possibility. Think, think
1: of your favorite, my favorite Miley Cyrus song, I'm, I'm there.
0: Jacob, you gave violin lessons to Nicola?
1: Yeah!
3: Violin yeah. lessons. Violin I, is didn't, hard. I didn't last long. <laughs> yeah,
1: I yeah. mean,
0: it's like, it's a difficult instrument to teach and to learn.
1: Giving lessons is, it's a lot different than just like playing, because, you know, sometimes you're just going in your, you know, your man cave and you can screech and stuff kind of got to fake it till you make it and be like oh yeah I know what I'm doing I know how to teach this <laughs> I can teach another human how to do this it's a little different you know so
0: why did that stick out to you as something like noteworthy?
1: well one thing led to another it's violin lesson yeah so, you know <laughs> pretty much
0: was that like the first violin lesson or like? solo yeah. yeah 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 okay it was
2: actually after I feel like after James and I broke up yeah, yeah. we had a it man file wanna, from time to time before yeah that
1: yeah, we both went through a very interesting relation change, relationship change at the same time. We both kind of got divorced at the same time. Same,
2: oh. so. Yeah, I feel like we've definitely bonded around the divorce. Oh, we both so had the, divorces.
0: So the violin lesson was, like, kind of recent. It wasn't in 2011. No, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: 2018? Okay. Yeah, somewhere around there, yeah.
0: So let's 17? back up and maybe talk about what was going on in 2018 that led to the violin lessons.
1: Well, the violin lessons were just, like, a... You know, it was, a, it was a fun little you know gay handshake type deal. You sure. know, Because you know, whatever. Portland is a small town. I don't know if you ever seen the Sniffy's Grids here, but you can you can be like, oh yeah, I've I've barked up that tree before. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a very it was it was a special violin lesson because we were both going through a like, kind of a hard time or whatever and like you know life's hard sometimes. We were both having relationship problems and blah blah blah.
2: So I had a uh, a relationship for about six and a half years and got married got divorced Jacob came to my wedding which yeah it was a good wedding you told me when you were gonna propose I did you were actually the second person that I told um, you and you and Jackson I well, had yeah. Veronica with me shopping yeah. for rings but you were so excited to, to like say something yeah, <laughs> it was hard to guy. keep that secret <laughs> uh, but yeah Charlie proposed to James after that and then we had our wedding the next year um,
1: epic wedding poison waters MC yep can't beat that I was there you know, you just, it was a great the, wedding. You yeah. can't It was beautiful. Yeah. It, it was a hot tub moment. I mean, my God, there was an after party. Oh, my God. Oh, his, that Nicole after party. poor, poor family is <laughs> a little traumatized. <laughs> it was just, it was a wild wedding night. Oh, God. And then
2: shortly after that, um, here comes 2018, me and my hus- ex-husband separated. Um, and then I started hanging out with Jacob and this household a lot more. Um, at the time, the house was called The Barracks. And I lived just about a mile north, so it was easy access to just come out and hang out of here
1: all the time. Oh yeah, so that's one thing that got us really close, I think, is this, just our proximity. Proximity. Because, proximity, um, proximity, proximity. You know, it, it's much easier to maintain a friendship when you live close. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then I was also very fond of the we're buds, we're homies, we go way back, so.
2: I did enjoy a moment where um, it was like my birthday morning and you're very nice and you're like, get you breakfast so you came in and like got me like mcdonald's breakfast as requested oh, that was really nice god i'm sweet
1: just kidding. yeah you're very generous look at it and eat it on the way home that has happened before. <laughs> it, well you,
2: you buy extra and you eat it along the way yeah. that's, that's what you do you should probably usually do but we definitely have had many many moments like whether it be with socializing with other people or trips or any kind of social gathering we've always kind of seen each other
1: there i'm not gonna lie we've had many 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 sweaty basement moments (laughs) you know like in harness where you're like you know how in seventh grade your braces get stuck well now it's your your harnesses get stuck when you're at barracuda (laughs) remember that one time at the eagle in seattle oh god yeah (laughs) i mean that was a great time we have these. we have many moments where we just have to say about a word and a half and it's like oh jesus (laughs) <laughs> like you, can't this, you, know, you, you, you can't tell that story, from a grandma kind of right. story. You know? Yeah. So.
0: No, you've you've like logged a lot of hours together. Yeah. yeah. When did you decide to move in, and like how did how did that happen, moving together?
2: So uh, me and my ex-husband were finalizing our separation by um, fixing up our house and uh, selling it to go separate ways. Um, I needed a place to live. And Jacob was renovating his place and I was like, Hey, I wanna
0: live here. Was there like any discussion at all or Nicole was just like, I'm gonna move in?
1: Well it was kinda like the, the my basement wasn't it was livable. Like I lived down there I lived down there for the first three years I lived here with my ex and we had an office down there and it's a very it's a cute little condo, but it didn't have a window and a living room. It was just unfinished. It needed a stove and a microwave and I needed a refrigerator and stuff, so and I, I, the flooring was like from the 80s, you know, it was just kind of old as sin. So Nicole was like, hey, you know, can I move in? And he would have been perfectly content living down there. He was like, no, don't worry about it. But, you know, I just, I wanted to make a nice place to live, so. And I love it. So. You know. oh, that looks great. Well, thanks. I'm trying to make this place like gay Mecca, you know, like, oh my God, just hot. I want to get a second hot tub out front just to be like, oh, you know, like oh my God, you know. I mean, god it gets too crowded, you know. It's I mean, I
2: pool. love the Palm Springs uh, theme going on.
0: Yeah. You moved in together not too long ago. Has I mean, you moved in before COVID, right? Yes. It was yes.
1: J- like January. January, 2020. Yeah, so it's like eight months ago. So right? like
0: right yeah, right before basically the, the, uh,
1: the quarantine and all that. Couldn't have picked a better buddy to, you know, COVID down with. Yeah. Quarantine down with. We've yeah. also
2: got others here as well. Kyle and Tony and then the elusive Thomas who's never here. Yeah. <laughs> but we definitely have bonded
1: as a nice little fan house here, yeah they yeah. all get along really well and you know there's enough space here too that it's you know everyone there's kind of three different living living spaces so everyone can kind of you know has their own place to run off to which nice. is nice and a beautiful backyard that's coming together getting there for a great hangout spot
0: so jacob why do you want your house to be a gay mecca as you called it
1: I, I don't know i just i love my my the family i was born into but i also really love my chosen family and your chosen family can change, too. That's the beauty of, of, you know, all the time we're given on this earth is that you get a you know, like I've had a lot of different roommates who have come and gone here. And Nicole is like one of my main bros. I know for a fact that if I were in some godforsaken place and I had to pick someone to be like, oh, dear Jesus, what have I gotten myself into? Nicole would understand and he would be there for me. Yeah,
2: yeah. I yeah. called Jacob my sister in crime. But yeah, pretty much just, <laughs> a yeah, really great buddy. Yeah. Someone to come pick me up from the airport and vice versa. Well,
1: yeah. and like let me put it this way. like It's priceless to have someone that you live with that can keep an eye on things. You know, my God, like I have a 16-year-old dog that Nikoa's known oh. for most of his life, you know. So and cute. And knows how to care for plants. you got to have people like that that you can count on and trust, yeah. Totally. Make you gnocchi. Yeah, he <laughs> feeds me, my God. <laughs> cooking with Giovanni. I love it. So. Um,
0: and then the last question is... Um, like what's something that you have learned from the other one, or like what's something you really value about the other person? I value Jacob's
1: generosity. Hmm. Thanks. Um. Gosh, there's a lot of things I value about Nakoa and I, f- are, 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 and my friendship. I think I think it's kind of what I said earlier, just about someone you can trust. You know, it's it's hard to come by someone that you could literally trust your life with, and yeah. that's how I feel about, about Koa, So love you, boo boo. You know, love you, boo boo. You know.
0: As Nicoa and Jacob's story shows us, sometimes people are brought together for unexpected reasons. In their case, they each went through a divorce at around the same time, and they bonded by supporting each other through that transition. Our next story features two friends who met by accident, and despite being very different people with very different lived experiences, were brought together by their shared interest in spirituality.
4: Hi, I'm Stacy Rice, uh, originally from the mountains of North Carolina, and I have been in Portland, Oregon for almost nine years. Wonderful. And uh, I identify uh, as a trans woman.
1: Very nice.
3: And I'm Elizabeth Roberts. I'm 80 years old. I lived in the mountains quite a while as well, but it wasn't raised there. And uh, I'm heterosexual.
1: Welcome. Wonderful. Cool. Well, uh, how did you meet?
4: Wow. Well, um, I'll get us started, I guess. You'll get us started. Uh, Yeah. Well, it was an incredibly lovely thing that we met. It was probably around 2009. Uh, We were both back in Asheville, North Carolina, where we lived. Uh, I didn't know Elizabeth. She didn't know me.
0: Legend has it that Asheville is built at the intersection of powerful flows of spiritual energy that crisscross the earth, known as ley lines. This energy is said to attract people who are seeking answers in spirituality and the metaphysical. Perhaps unsurprisingly, Asheville has something of a reputation for being open-minded and perhaps even a bit eccentric.
4: Uh, so you can find everything from the snake handling Pentecostals all the way to the ET worshippers. I mean, everything in between. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Absolutely. a town of eighty five thousand people, it's pretty incredible. It's a very unique, eighty five thousand. Yes. Very
3: <laughs> liberal for the Deep South. Sure.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, very much so. Actually, one of those little oases, which is wonderful. And so I had been um, kind of dabbling in the metaphysical world for a long time, and starting to get a little bit deeper and I saw at the, the local metaphysical bookshop they were having an angel circle the, the woman leading the circle was kind of uh, she was a psychic and intuitive and she worked a lot with the angelic realm you know mm-hmm. kind of getting messages for the folks that she read for and so she kind of wanted to do this circle where she could talk a little bit about her work but then also go around each person do like a little mini reading as she went around the circle it wasn't quite what i was expecting i was Mm -hmm. expecting a little bit more uh, education i guess Mm. kind of about that but it was more just the reading but then but then once this happened i knew well that was uh Exactly. And I mean, if I remember the the woman never, didn't give me a very good reading
3: either. So <laughs> <laughs> you weren't very happy.
4: I know. <laughs> uh, no, well, there's a there's a whole interesting I, I can go off with of a tangent with this, but it's so interesting story. The woman who was doing the reading, her partner uh was also an incredibly gifted, intuitive and uh he and I became best friends. And I think she was a little bit jealous about that. Mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> which which told me a lot of interesting things but but she everybody she went around the table with it was like oh Seth you're you're incredibly beautiful with uh working in flower i mean it was just all these guys they went all the way around the room and got to me and it was all so positive everything she got to me she goes you hate children <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my gosh <laughs> what a thing to say <laughs> she, just, she just came for you she, she really did <laughs> and no I was nonsense. just like well what and
4: people were going to be like I was awful I oh was just, my god uh, I know it was so bad <laughs> and I was trying to debate I wish now that I had said something but I didn't and she just went on for about another two or three minutes and it was just really, but I said, you know, it was a small price to pay yeah. to meet my angels. Yeah. Yeah. So, There's balance in that. Yes, yeah. exactly. There's balance there. That's great. And uh, And then I'll let you take it from there.
3: And I just want to preface that I've been involved in the following the spiritual path since the 70s in Southern California. So that was quite the time for discovering yourself. But at this point I've lived almost 30 years in Asheville, North Carolina. Anyway I had a friend who gave me a birthday present and I took the money and decided to go to the angel circle because I love those sorts of things. We were going around introducing ourselves and they got to me and I said well you know I, in meditation recently, was guided to work with the transgender community. I was at that time doing hypnotherapy particularly past life regressions and spiritual journeys and that kind of thing. And I kept sorta of arguing with this because, as I said, I've never met a transgendered person. <laughs> and I don't understand, you know, this when I don't even know a transgendered person. So at the end at the end everything's breaking up and the gal that I went with said, the lady in the red dress really wants to talk to you, something along that line. And I looked over and here was this tall, beautiful woman in a red dress. <laughs> <laughs> she did. And tell I mean, me what happened at that point.
4: Well, I have to say when it got to Elizabeth and she started telling her story, I mean, my mouth just dropped open with such as She hadn't met anybody who was transgender before. And I'm thinking, what? what is going on here? Um, it's, it's a real
1: stars aligned moment right there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's beautiful. So,
4: oh, yes, so much so. It's really the
3: way it was supposed to be, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It's
4: incredible how the universal works. I mean, it really is. And so I, at the break, I mean, back in the South, I mean, there's amazing, lovely things about the South, but it's a pretty hard place if you're LGBTQ or plus there. And so you're not. I mean, you're usually not out much back there, uh, just because of lots of factors, especially as a trans person, mm-hmm. safety for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, those kind of things. So, but I didn't hesitate. I went, when I, at the break, I walked out right over to Elizabeth, and said, hi, Elizabeth, I'm Stacy. You just met your first trans person. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> you <laughs> and you let out a big scream. She was so happy. Oh, gosh
3: just what I needed you know how was I gonna follow this path if I didn't even know where to start yeah
4: absolutely so
3: amazing <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. well it was the beginning of a beautiful beautiful friendship at that point Stacy was in a situation as she said in the deep south which had to be very careful and so there were I felt there was great loneliness there mm-hmm. Stacy's not only very beautiful, but is very, very bright. And she sort of had to downplay everything in her life and had very little excitement going on. Mm -hmm. Very little excitement because of that situation. So then after my husband and I moved out here because I have family in the Portland area, Stacy came to visit. She was barely off the plane before she said, I'm home.
0: During her visit, Stacy fell in love with the Pacific Northwest. She made the decision to pack up her life and within six months, she was starting fresh in Portland. Stacy stayed with Elizabeth's daughter until she was able to find her own place and started volunteering at the Kew Center, an LGBTQ community organization. Volunteering eventually turned into an admin job at the Kew Center, which eventually led to Stacy taking on the mantle of executive director. Moving to Portland changed Stacy's life. For one, it enabled her to live much more openly and authentically. But Stacy moving had a big impact on Elizabeth as well.
3: And she talks about I'm her angel, but she's mine too. <laughs> yeah. Because you know now when you reach my age, as I said I'm 80. Um, things become a little harder to do and so forth. And Stacy's the kind of friend that'll pick up the phone and say, let's go on an adventure. Oh, that's She comes and she picks me up. We head off, you know, she's just, it's oh, just buddy. wonderful. Oh, Jesus. And, you know, we never know what trouble we're going to get into. <laughs> yeah.
0: That kind of leads into a question I wanted to ask, which is besides you yeah, had this chance encounter, what brought you together besides just, you know, you meet, but like what, what really made you, become such great friends so part of
3: it was the spirituality mm. stacy was i've been at this I, I i was looking into the spiritual world so to speak back in the days when if i had talked about past life regressions and other things they'd have probably put me in a f- funny form <laughs> Was born in, I was born in 1940, and I was the daughter of an Episcopal minister. Mm. So, oh, yeah. you know, and so I had to pursue that in the kind of shadow world almost that Stacy had to be in as a, well, that's and true. I had never really thought of this till this no, moment. No, I hadn't either. But that's it was true. the same thing of having to be quiet about how I really felt mm-hmm. and who I really was for many, many years. And um, Stacy was just this wonderful, blossoming flower that was beginning to discover all of this that had taken me years to discover, you know. It was just such fun. She started uh, reading angel cards mm-hmm. and she began to do readings for me. I was her guinea pig. And what a delight, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> very nice.
4: Well, I'll have to say too, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you all already recognize this, but she's an incredible, beautiful light, the soul is. <laughs> Uh, and to everybody that meets her feels the same way. And so when we f- when I went up to her during the break and introduced myself, I could see that this was just an incredibly beautiful soul. Mm. And who doesn't want to hang out with beautiful souls? You know? right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that you could tell was, uh, was accepting and loving because you don't know sometimes. We don't well, love yeah. each other, do we? <laughs> no, no. <Yeah.
1: laughs> no, not at all. <laughs>
0: well, I think the fact that you walked up to Elizabeth and said, Hi, I'm Stacy, you just met your first trans person, uh-huh. like, says a lot about what your first impressions were, because you were living in this place where you didn't feel comfortable all the time, mm-hmm. right? being so upfront about who you were.
4: Oh, my, that's a great point, because I have to say, I was, I sit there, you know, because my mind was kind of circling, like, what just happened here? I don't know when she said this. And I did go back and forth, like, should I actually go up and introduce myself? I mean, and, but then I just realized, well, no, if she was lovely enough to say that in a group of people that she didn't even know, and would hopefully expect there to be a good response to that, Mm -hmm. uh, that I think I just need to do it. Mm -hmm. And and then, of course, there was more reasons behind that I didn't know that I needed to go do. So, yeah, she made it pretty easy, actually. I mean, I mean, as we know, I mean, it, it's, uh, it is a hard thing to come out to folks, mm. you know? Uh, we never know. Mm. We, well, we know. We, most of the time, we think we, we may know, but a lot of times we don't about how somebody will accept us or, or, or be okay with who we tell them that we are. So, yeah, we all take those chances.
3: And what an education for me, having had, I mean, I, I was aware of, uh, and had friends who were gay and so forth, but the transgender world was a whole, whole new thing for me. I could ask Stacy any questions.
4: Oh yeah, I mean, it was, uh, cause you know, you know, I mean, you can always tell when people are coming from a good place with their questions. Maybe yeah. they don't quite know the terminology or, right. or whatever, but, or how to maybe put things exactly right. But no, I always knew that she would just be there with love. She's a curious from a loving, heartfelt place. Mm. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's been, it's just, and I do call her my angel, I mean, <laughs> she, she really is. I mean, I couldn't imagine what my life would have been like without this angel coming into my life.
3: I can pick up the phone anytime, day or night, and say, Stacy, I need you, and she'd be there. I mean, she's just that that beautiful, beautiful friend that everybody longs for to have in their lives.
1: Yeah, somebody truly dependable.
3: And dependable, and loving, and very wise, um, and sees things from the same spiritual viewpoint that I do. Mm. That is very important too. When you're, when particularly if you're talking about changes in your life or the future or whatever. Uh, Someone that comes from the same viewpoint as Stacey does, yes. Someone who
0: really understands you.
3: Right, really understands you, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just can't imagine life without her. (laughs) that's so sweet. (laughs) It wouldn't be the same. Uh It wouldn't be the same. Ditto, Mm -hmm. (laughs) ditto.
4: Hi, this is Stacy. If you'd like to find out more about me and what I am up to these days, you can go to my website, stacyrice.com. That's Stacy with an EY. Or you can swing by my Instagram page at StacyRisePDX. Hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.
0: All right, everybody, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a review. These reviews really help us get discovered and they mean so much to us. We love reading them. Also, if you are looking for more excellent queer content, then please subscribe to our Patreon. For only $5 a month, you can get access to Sunday Brunch Sunday Brunch is filled with even more of the great queer content that you've come to love on Queer Meets Queer. Next week we will feature extended outtakes from our interview with Stacey and Elizabeth. They ask each other some really wonderful questions and um, it's just an absolute joy to listen to them express how much their friendship means to each other. Alright thanks so much, stay safe. If you listened to this on Thanksgiving then we hope you had a really wonderful yummy meal